0: Live from the ESPN 690, Anna Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody. Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau along with former Jacks player Austin Lane and current MMA fighter Austin Lane. Is Austin back for meeting? Uh, up his food areas. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. In two different places, so I can't tell. I'm at my house, uh, yeah. Austin, in the Action Sports Shack Studios. And w- do you have any news on an- another fight coming up or what? No,
2: nah, man. I mean, I'm hoping. Uh, I mean, there's like there's rumblings, you know. There there's hearsay, there's murmurs. Wouldn't call it official news quite yet, but we're banking on hopefully January here.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, so you can't get too fat and happy around the holidays.
2: I mean. I can, A. I can, I can a shoot a little bit. I'm a heavyweight, yeah. I mean, I, I have, like, a room of, like, 20 pounds to gain if I truly wanted to. So I'm going to indulge on some on some turkey, maybe a nice Cornish game hen, maybe a couple <laughs> <Cornish> Miller <high laughs> Lives. Yeah, that, that's what we're talking about doing this year is Cornish game hens. That's what my wife wants to do. Yes, yeah, Steph I don't likes
1: know. that. I've never really had much that. She likes that. Like I've Cornish never had one, hens. I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't tried it either. Sounds fancy. It does, but I don't really think it is. Really? Yeah, it does sound fancy, though. You're right. Okay. Uh, but I don't think it is. Like, I don't believe it's it's that fancy. Maybe it is.
2: Okay, I got All you. Right.
1: I got to go with the turkey. I got to have – there is something that needs some – bit. like, I don't need to eat it uh, in, in tons of it. I don't need to eat it for days. But yeah. I got to, at least around the holiday, have some turkey and stuffing and, and – Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know? no, I gotta, no, I mean, got to do. It. I don't even have to do it on the day. No, I just for have to sure. do it Around it.
2: Well, listen, I mean, it's about tradition, right? Like, turkey is definitely not one of my favorite meats. It's kind of whatever. It can be kind of dry sometimes. Like, I'm more of a dark meat guy, I guess you would say. Um, but like, you know, you got to like, the cranberries out of the can with the stuffing and mashed potatoes. Like, I mean, it is tradition, so I get that. I'm just, I'm just curious to see what a, Corn- a Cornish game hen's talking about because, like, I'm not sure if it's fancy or not. But what sounds more fancy to you? A turkey sandwich or a Cornish game hen sandwich. Yeah, Enough, said, point, Enough said, Brent. Enough <laughs> said.
1: That's uh, I know which one sounds better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's
2: that's over to debate, but I'm just saying which one sounds more fancy. Cornish game hen sandwich all day.
1: All right, Abraham Answer nine under par. Cameron Smith nine under par. Justin Thomas nine under par. Dustin Johnson nine under par. So you got four guys. That's the the rabbit. You got to go chase nine under par. Uh, Patrick Cantlay eight under. Uh, let's see, what former winner Danny Willett, Hey, look at a Willett sighting, he's 7 under par, he's 6 under in his second round, heck of a second round, Justin Rose hanging right there, uh, a couple of shots back, Phil Mickelson, 5 under par, he's 4 shots back, Billy Horschel, 4 under par, Tiger Woods did 3 putted, number 3 after he hit a beautiful shot, at putted 15 feet, first bogey of the tournament, he's 4 under par, but still playing some pretty good golf, uh, he's got scorable holes on the back nine he started on the front nine. Rory McElroy, he was awful in round one, bounces back in a big way. Six under par in his second round today, so he's three under and gets himself back at least in the mix to have a chance. Trying to win uh, the Grand Slam in his career in his first Masters. Hey,
2: Lee Westwood practice. and Patrick Reed, let's separate our games up a little bit, gentlemen.
1: Uh, Patrick's okay; he's four under. That's okay. Yeah. It's a good spot. Lee Westwood's four under for you, so you're there's you still out on the course too. So they could end up if they get to like six or seven. Okay. Like that's the thing for Tiger. Tiger can get to six under, yeah, and, and you feel okay. I'm, I'm not. You might not catch him. Who knows? Yeah. But if you're within, by the way, you could be within six shots going into the weekend. It doesn't matter, but you'd like to be within shouting distance within three or four shots i would think
2: well and listen brent obviously i'm a very casual golf observer here but w- all i see is when i see t20 t20 for both my guys i get a little panic <laughs> and i get a little nervous <laughs> well,
1: okay here's where you should get nervous if you see missed cut <laughs> <laughs> is, is that like an mc is that called an MC? mc
2: mc okay no, by the okay. way
1: you could shoot like one under par and miss the cut i think the way Oof. the scoring's going how, how are right. you how are your guys doing right now Have we established that uh, who did I pick? Phenyl's okay. Yeah, he's out on the court. And uh, you
2: picked uh, Fenouf, F- F- F-
1: F- F- Sorry, Fina. sorry, yep. And I picked uh, <laughs> who did I pick? I picked Terrell Hatton. Okay, I, I didn't even look. I don't know what he's doing. Uh, um, prob- probably probably a whole lot of
2: MCs for you.
1: He might be an MC or yeah. There you go. Uh, so uh, Otis Anderson expected to call in here in just uh, a bit. Um so we will, we'll hopefully get him on, talk a little, uh, ball and also a big event coming up tomorrow that you can, uh, be involved with. The event's called Man Up. Uh, you've been hearing it the last few days and, uh, it, uh, is tomorrow. Go to men at gmail.com for more information. You'll also be able to watch the event live on Healthy Jacksonville Men's Health Coalition on Facebook. Uh, they'll be streaming it there. And uh, there's more information. The easiest way to do is healthyjacksman@gmail.com. at gmail.com. But uh, if you w- want to be a part of it, you go to manup2020.eventbrite.com. That's manup2020.eventbrite.com. And Otis uh, is an ambassador for Novo Nordisk. Uh, he has diabetes, yeah. and uh, he has partnered with them and the Men's Health Coalition. And, you know, when you're your age and Kuz's age, you don't think about this stuff. I try not to think about this stuff, but I should think about this stuff, and I am st- thinking about this stuff more often. There's so many others out there uh, that that need to think about their health, yeah. Uh, especially once you, you dip in, once you get into the 40s um, and beyond. But everybody should, uh, and and I think 2020 has been that, right? I mean, it's been a reminder. Uh, to everybody to, to take care of themselves and, and certainly uh, think about their health. I think we have Otis Anderson on the on the line right now here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Brent Martino, <laughs> along with former Jags player Austin Lane. Otis, thanks for taking a few minutes.
3: Hey, man. How are you guys doing?
1: We are uh, doing fantastic. Uh, I, I do want to talk to you a little bit about today's game in football and, and, of course, your fantastic career in terms of a two-time Super Bowl champion. We'll get to that. But we were just talking about men's health. Uh, You know, Austin's in his early 30s. He's an MMA fighter, former Jags player. He's in fantastic health, 6'6", 245. I mean, he'd come off the edge and and go after guys like you back in the playing days, Otis. Um, Meanwhile, (laughs) me, I'm just, uh, well... Just want to hang around the athletes and 43 years old. So we got to think about these things in our health, and obviously uh, that's top of mind for you and, and this event coming up tomorrow with Man Up 2020.
3: Yes, it is, and I just want to get the message out there to men. To, for one thing, don't be afraid to go talk to your doctor. I think that's one of the biggest issues or myths that we have is that we don't like to go to the doctors. Um, women are known to do it, but men seem to have a problem with that. I guess it's that. That, that that you know that manhood that we possess that we we don't want to show sign of weakness and to us going to the doctor's sign of weakness and 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 that's why I partnered up with Nova Notice to help bring the message out to men and those who are diabetics uh, that you can have a good life you can go see your doctor and you can keep living and those are the things that we need to remember and take that Otis have a good life yeah.
1: Otis Anderson with us here on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more uh, diabetes and how you've dealt with it when you when you learned you had it? Did you know it could be a risk factor in terms of uh, your family? Uh, how have you dealt with it in your life? Well, I dealt with it by
3: going to the doctor. I dealt with it by learning information for no notice. As long as you do that, Take knowledge, run with it, because knowledge is power. And uh, just just research. Uh, you know, I heard about it when I was growing up. It was called sugar in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Never died diabetes. But as I got older and learned the terminology, then I learned about it. But prior to that, it was called sugar, and some people got it, some people didn't. But when you did have it, that means you had to stay away from sweets and things like that. So that's how I went along in my neighborhood.
1: Yeah, I remember hearing it uh, growing up as well. My grandmother had diabetes, and just recently we just uh, I was just talking to a, uh, someone close to us, and and they just learned that they uh, had diabetes. So certainly something you have to pay attention to. Is there a buzzword or factoid that people should be aware of if they're listening to to say, hey, you might want to get this checked out. You might um, have diabetes, or or you might have to get something under control. Is there something that that should catch our listeners' attention?
3: And <laughs> not just one, but it's a lot more than that. If you're having weak vision, if you're having uh, ashy skin, um, if you notice those kind of things happening to you, then chances are you might want to visit a doctor um, if you find yourself, you know, tired a lot. Um, because, you know, you don't have to be overweight to be to have diabetes, and that's one of the misnomers that's out there. People that are small, skinny, whatever, can have diabetes. Sometimes it's genetics. So what you have to do is, if you find, your, find yourself at about 45 years old or more, starting to notice something about your eyesight, and you, you know you had pretty good vision for a long time, you start noticing that your skin is a lot more ashy than normal when you apply lotion and stuff like that. You still seem like you're still ashy. And then, um, you know, well, as I said, by weak vision, you know, uh, tingling. You know, those are just little things. But But my advice is just... Find out about it. Just read about it. Go to go notice and dot com and look at it and just find information about it. And it, 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 that's the best thing I could tell anybody. Just, just, just if you think you have some of those symptoms, if you're overweight, that is one contributor. But like I said, you can be small and have it. So just pay attention to your body. Your body tells you a lot of stuff. Yeah, and, I, and 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 what's called could tell you that too as the and A fighter, and ex football player, our yeah. body tells us a lot of stuff. Tell us a lot of stuff. Well, Did absolutely. If you listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> no,
2: without a doubt. And notice, I have to ask you, you know, speaking of your body and listening to your body, I mean, you had a very storied and very long NFL career. I think you know over ten plus years here, um, and you played in an era, you know, back in the and the early '80s where it, it was Smash Mouth. You know, it was old school. It was real two days and all that stuff. It's not what you see now. And you played a position of Running back, where it was very demanding on your body. I guess, like, where, what was like, what was your testament to, to lasting so long in the league, playing such a, a strenuous position, like, you know, back?
3: Well, I tried to hit guys like you, and let guys like you hit me. That was one <laughs> thing. <bit of> <laughs> and just, you know what? Just being smart. Just being smart. Just, just, you know, just really, just taking care of your body. Just not trying to do too much with your body. Just. Um, again, you guys got to be in tune with what your body it Like you know, you know, you're in tune with your body. Yeah. But for those who are not, just understand one thing: if you listen to your body, your body tells you a lot about what's going on with you, and and you just got to pay attention to the signs.
1: Otis Anderson with us here on Action Sports Chats on ESPN 690. Hey, how do you view the game today? Uh, do you love watching the running backs still today, uh, from Derrick Henry to Ezekiel Elliott? Uh, what, are you a fan of the game? Has the game changed a lot? How do you watch the NFL uh, these days?
3: <laughs> I watch it, and I kind of laugh at it because uh, it's not the game that we grew up playing. And, and for many reasons, it's not the game we grew up playing. And you got to respect that part of it. Um, I try to see what players could have played in my era with me, you know, that was good. I look at, uh, Derek Henry. He's an old school guy. He could have played in my era for no doubt about it. Um, Zekia wasn't bad. He's not a bad guy to play in my era as well. That's some good backs in the league. I can't take that away. You know, Adrian Peterson probably won an all time best that would have played in my league as well, but. But, you know, the game has just changed so much, and we have to understand why it changed so much. If you look at the issue that players who have played, you know, long, uh guys who played in the 50s and 60s dealing with uh, concussion issue and, you know, dementia, I think the game safer for these younger ball players. And it makes a lot of sense to do that, but it, it just I, – I think the money makes it so different because the commitment – I see the commitment is not the same. We play for the love of the game and for our teammates money. And that's it's just the will to win. It don't seem like it's always good. So that's what I see.
1: Austin, uh you got anything else for Otis before we let him go? Well, I mean I mean
2: listen, Otis, I have to talk about, you know, you're two time Super Bowl champion. Um and I just, I mean, obviously that's something I never got to experience in my career. It's something that a lot of kids growing up, um, they dream of hoisting up that trophy, you know, and celebrating with their teammates. I guess what, what, like, I mean, what was, were both of them special to you? Was the first one better? Was the second one better? Um, and just kind of talk about those experiences a little bit.
3: Well, the first one I got traded from, from the Cardinals to the Giants. In mid-season, I went from 1-5 and five to 5-1, five and one, and then we won the Super Bowl, and I was able to score. But I had a part-time role in that. Mm. The second one had a lot to do with it. So, me having a lot to do with the second one, they all mean the same, but, you know, I had a lot to do with the second one more than I did the first one. And, you know, the second one gave me MVP, but they're all important because it's so hard to get there, and it takes a lot to get there. And, and that's what you find out in this game is, you don't think you're going to go right back? It took us five years to go back and forth with it, so it's just it's just a, that's how hard it is. And you got to give Buffalo a lot of credit for going, whatever four, four times in a row they win. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: They probably don't like you very much in Buffalo, do they? I mean, you're a Super Bowl
3: MVP. One of their four losses. Well, you know what? I told Jim Kelly, who's from Miami. He and I, Miami graduate together. and I told Kale, I said, you can't be mad and then You had three other chances. Come on.
2: <laughs> well, well, Otis, and, and, you know, obviously, I mean, you have the Super Bowl championships. But also, I want to ask you, you know, the, the NFL Comeback Player of the Year, where does that rank in mm-hmm. your accomplishments with what you've been able to do? Because, I mean, obviously, you're, you're sharing uh, the list of some great players. And I think in terms of respect around the league I'm amongst your peers, that award can even mean more than
3: anything. Well, it did because I was so much old. I mean, I, I did that when I was... Uh... 20, 30, 32 maybe, something wow. like that, and 1,000 yards, and yeah, I, I was so much older, and the body was rejuvenated, and, and I was able to come through with it, but that that, that is, come back 30, yeah, my 30s, I think I'm the oldest running back to ever won MVP in a Super Bowl.
1: Otis Anderson with us, uh, ambassador for Novo Nordisk. As we let you go here, the phone's breaking up a little bit, but I do want to ask you this. How how cool is it for you to not only do what you wanted to do and and live your dream and play in the NFL and have all the success you did, but now to be able to use the platform for events like this this weekend, uh, for awareness for diabetes, and be able to still stay kind of connected to the game because of the success you had in it?
3: Well, I'm just glad that Nova Nordisk is making such a big push to, to help bring uh, awareness to what diabetes can do and what it's doing. And, and for me to be an ambassador to speak to all my fans and friends and, and just to bring them this knowledge that I know is just so important at this day and age for them to, uh, you know, start looking at how you eat, you know, your diet and exercise a little more. Those things. Become a big deal for them at this point in their life, and they should pay attention to it and come and listen to my story. So, I have a good story to tell tomorrow about how I got diagnosed, when I got diagnosed, the denial part of it. When, like everybody else, I'm like, eh, I don't have it. I mean, the guy said, uh, pre pre-diab- diabetes or pre diabetic, you know, pre, pre, that word pre. You, I mean, you don't have it if you say something pre. But then, no, if he said pre, you mean you have it. So, just a good story I have to share about um, how I went through it and some of the things I had to try to do to better myself. One, I lost a lot of weight and watch what I did. I started doing pushaways from the table, but that's all of my story. So it'd be good when the people come in tomorrow to see what I'm, you know, what I'm talking about. They're, they're gonna enjoy the story.
1: All right, Otis Anderson, we appreciate you jumping on. We enjoyed uh, visiting with you about uh, your battle and, and your platform there with diabetes, but also your NFL playing days. Uh, good luck tomorrow. Have fun with it. Hope a lot of people get to see it, and uh, hopefully we can get you on again sometime soon.
3: I appreciate you guys. You guys are doing a great job bringing the word out to people. That's why you guys are are the, the, the key guys on ESPN that make it work, man, and good luck and keep up the good work. And I tell everybody else, man, just – just try to do pushaways. They don't hurt, right? Right. <laughs> they got pushaways, right?
1: Without a doubt, man. I love it. We Thanks, appreciate Otis. it, man. Appreciate you. That's All Otis right. Anderson. You. you can register, by the way, for tomorrow's event, manup Twenty Twenty. manup2020.eventbrite.com. Also, Jacksonville Men's Health Coalition on Facebook. If you want to follow along, you can hear more of Otis's story and see the event. They'll be streaming live, uh, of course, so uh, plenty of ways to get involved with Man Up 2020. And, hey, we know we have a lot of male listeners and viewers. Do what you're supposed to do. Take care of yourself. You bet. We're going to take care of some picks when we come back. By the way, do you know Otis Anderson is MVP of that game, right? Mm-hmm. Super Bowl 25, I think it was. That 20-19 to 19 win. Well, that was the Whitney Houston National Anthem game. Oh. Okay? I didn't know this until I tried to do a little more research on Otis in that game. That the halftime show was interrupted. I think it was New Kids on the Block. And it wasn't aired on ABC live because Peter Jennings and ABC uh, cut into the broadcast for an update on the war. Wow. And so they ran it on tape delay after the Super Bowl. I did not know that. So yeah. there was a lot of external things going on. Along with Otis Anderson and, and the Giants winning the Super Bowl that year. I mean, it was n- New Kids on the Block,
2: too, though. I mean, I you, could, you, could, you, I could, you could
1: cut them for anything. I, I knew it was coming. Yeah, I mean, I come on, Brent. What are Can you about imagine here? the weekend
2: getting bumped? <laughs> well, Brent, that would never happen. They're not, he, the, the weekend is not New Kids on the Block.
1: Simple as that. <laughs> Man, New Kids on the Block was big back then.
2: I'm sure you're rocking out to it. Have that and day. Marky Mark the Funky Bunch. I'll see you, Brent. I know how you get down.
1: <laughs> we'll be back with our picks next on ESPN 690. Brent Martineau. Uh, then I said... Still looking for his fourth career sack.
2: Austin Lay. i spending pretty much every single day with somebody for pretty much two years now that you know somebody. And they surprise you. I sit here before you right now, and I am surprised.
0: Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. I think we got to find our identity as opposed to different years where you have so much more time to work on the chemistry off the field um, with um, gatherings and get-togethers and and figure out who you are. I think because of the lack of fans and, and the uh, injuries that we've had, we're still really exactly figuring out who we are. Last year, you know, we were kind of led by our defense for much of the season. They were dominating. This year, our offense is playing a little bit better. You know, our defense uh, is trying to find their footing as we move forward. But to be 6-2 and two right now with the injuries that we've had and the, and the circumstances feels really good. Um, we're not going to relax. we we'll get complacent, though. We've got, a, we've got a tough road
2: ahead of us.
1: That is Aaron Rodgers, quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I'm not sure he has a tough road ahead of him this week.
2: Yeah, you know it's more of just football speak.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Coos uh, actually gave us some really good numbers. I'm going to find him because he, he took yeah. the time to. No, I mean, that, like, they're, they're do impressive.
2: Something going to be I, honest, though. I don't need them, but we I, I really I, appreciate it.
1: I would also like to say I did none of that. E- ESPN emailed me them, and Isn't all it? I did yeah. was it copy and paste.
2: Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>, it's <laughs> deliberate, though, Coos. Don't well, get it twisted,
1: man. Kuz, okay. let's, let's be honest. You could probably give us this kind of info every show, but you don't. So this is it. Yeah. So yeah. this is work for you.
4: Yeah, <sighs> no, this is a huge step up. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is big.
1: Who uh, Su- has the inside sources, I appreciate it Here we go, uh, Aaron Rodgers 14-3 and three in his career against teams entering With a 0. .125 win percentage Or worse at any point in the season <laughs> Guess where the Jags are at uh, uh, Jake Luke yeah. will, like, will make His second career start Sunday Only three QBs with one or fewer career starts Have ever squared off against Aaron Rodgers That's a wild one Christian Ponder, Cam Newton and Josh Freeman hmm. uh, Rodgers thrown at least three passes uh, passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in three straight games, second longest streak of his career. Huh. Wow, that's a little surprising. Rodgers one of four QBs to have a streak of four such games. Wilson, Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Those guys are pretty good. I'll go. Uh, I'll give you a couple more real quick. Aaron Rodgers thrown twenty four passing touchdowns this season, most through eight games in his career, uh, tied with two thousand hmm. and eleven. Uh, and by the way, his ninth game of two thousand eleven, he threw four touchdowns. So look out, Jags. Hey, Kuz, hey,
2: can I request some Kyler Murray stats next week, please? Thank you.
1: I can get you for them right now. out My the man. Kyler Murray noise. My man. Uh, victory gives the Colts a 50% chance of winning the AFC South. Uh, I don't know why this is on there, Kuz. This has nothing to do with the Green Bay game. Uh, but it must have just been copied in. Okay, no, that was, was th- just AFC South stuff. Oh, that was just AFC I got you. Uh, th- oh. I think what you were trying to say is now they beat the Titans. They have a good chance to win the AFC South division. I think that's what it said.
2: Some would say yes. a 50% chance to win the AFC South division.
1: Yeah, that's, if you read uh, it with who, <laughs> the Titans? I yeah, want. thank you very much. Yeah, <laughs> they're tied and they have a fifty percent chance. Very good. I needed ESPN's. So upset about, To be fair, I needed Titans. ESPN's FPI to tell me that. <laughs> to be
4: fair, the Titans are at forty-nine percent. There's somewhere in there is a one percent. I don't know, doesn't, doesn't Houston have a chance? I don't know. Texans, uh, Texans and Jags are 1% essential. Yeah, so
2: shame on you, Brent. There's still a chance. There's <laughs> still a chance. So you're saying there's a chance.
1: The Jags have not been mathematically eliminated from winning the AFC South yet. I guess not. Yeah. Anything uh,
2: can happen, Brent. Very interesting. It starts this Sunday, or does it?
1: Uh, let's bring in Brandon Ponzo right now from jackscoastalhomes.com. I think I got roughed up a little bit last week oh, on the pick, him, Brandon. Brent. But I, uh, I did hit my... Uh my five star
0: Ravens pick. So that's that's all that counts.
1: <laughs> that is good. Uh I don't know we
2: had five star picks now we're doing for bonus points. I think it's so funny, man.
1: I come in on Mondays and Austin's like now watching me circle oh, yeah. and put X's over the picks. He's like I think I went four and two. Yep. I went four and two. <laughs>
2: so, well, because now we're in crunch time. Like this is where it starts to count now. Like every single win can be a difference between a winning and a losing. Uh, do,
1: do we have an established
2: prize yet for this thing, by the way? Just uh, bragging rights.
1: I mean, Jack's Coastal Homes has promised us a brand new home. Oh, done. So. <laughs> 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 Uh, no, but $2,500 off your closing costs. I uh, just got to mention ESPN 690. Nice. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, so Brandon Poncel with us on Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690. We've got some good games to talk about. I I uh, left off the real estate stuff last week, so I'm at home right now doing the show from, I wouldn't necessarily call this a man cave, but yeah, I got some master's photos and some jerseys up in here and everything. Uh There's a little foosball table over here I play in the breaks. Uh, always win. Uh, When I play by myself Uh, What's the uh, Have you gone to I'm putting you on the spot You've done some homes Out from San Diego To to here in in Florida That uh, you're like Wow that is like The greatest man cave ever there there was a home in
0: Rancho Santa Fe, and if uh, folks aren't familiar with Rancho Santa Fe, it's where where Phil Mickelson, it's where the big money in San Diego, big estate homes out off the ranch, fifteen minutes from the beach and uh one of the private country clubs, it was a nine thousand square foot home for about five million and the Man Cave Theater Room was the most insane thing I ever saw in my life.
1: Wow. So uh now how about something like that uh i always ask you does it add value to the? i mean it's a five million dollar home so i mean <laughs> i don't know what adds value to a five million dollar home five oh, million dollar home, yeah. home but do people get picked like does that turn some people off because you got to get a certain person in there that, that i mean we're talking
0: in, in you're talking in, in the Jacksonville market you know you don't see as many of these these uh, multi-million dollar homes so you know if it's a Traditional home, you know, somewhere between 22,000 and 3,000 square feet, you know, space needs to be laid out in a proper manner. Um, when you start doing things unique and different, uh, you gotta, you're cutting out certain buyers. Uh, obviously, the space can be converted, but, um, you're looking to appeal to the mainstream. That's why when you're looking to sell, you want to, uh, make sure things are neutral colors, uh, with your paint, uh, crazy things that you, are your taste. You should convert those over because um, they're just not going to look well in the photos to the mass the mass buyer pool.
1: Yeah, you might want to paint that hot pink room you have, Austin. That's what I'm
2: saying. <laughs> hey, uh, don't question what I'm going to do with my home, all right? It's going to be – it'll be selling top dollar, believe that. Hey. hey, Austin, just put a fire pit in the middle of your backyard and you're good to go. I yeah. know, and watch the property values just decrease and watch the neighbors move out. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> By the way, we're doing the show from there next week. I I I just I couldn't count on the rain to be gone, so uh, I'll take you out to the fire pit next week. All right, we're not going to be wearing a
2: shirt. It's going to be ninety degrees, but sounds good.
1: Yeah, Brandon Ponce with us. Jackscoastalhomes.com. Check them out for all your real estate needs. Buying, selling. You have questions? Look them up. Jackscoastalhomes.com. Brandon Ponce with us. And if you want some advice on picks, Brandon's not too bad at that. I'd go to Austin or Brandon, not me. Yep. Because uh, Mm -hmm. I haven't been so good, but I'm going to get better right now. Let's go to college game. Miami, Virginia Tech. Tech, a two-point favorite. I got to tell you guys, I've been super impressed with the Miami Hurricanes. They finally have a quarterback, and De'Eric King has been tremendous, and he was awesome last week. Do you like the Canes or Tech, Brandon? How, how about that high school football team with Derek King and Kyle Trask on the same
0: roster? <laughs> they they both threw, I think, uh, six touchdowns each last week. That's pretty crazy. But and, um, and
1: Trask didn't I, play,
0: I, by the way, for that team. Like he never played. Yeah, he's a backup. So. Uh, wild, But um, I-, I think Fuente might might be losing this Vatek team a little bit, the way they lost to Liberty last week. So I'm going to take the Canes, and Eric King's pretty hot right now, and I'll take the Canes on the road to get the win. Go ahead, Austin.
2: Oh, man, Hurricane's got the better quarterback. Vatek is streaky. They win one, they lose one, they win one, they lose one. They can pound the rock, keep it a close game. I think Vatek pulls it off at home.
1: Wow, how about that? I'm, yep. I'm going with Brandon. Uh, good. I trust him for my real estate needs. I trust him for his picks right now. I like the Canes. Canes play good football. I'm, I'm a many Diaz fan and Derek King is playing better than I thought he would be. Uh, I've got to give a tip of the cap to him. So I'm going with the Canes. Game picker upper, hashtag. Yes, game picker upper for you. Not hashtag, trademark. Uh, yeah. Wisconsin at Michigan. Wisconsin's a four and a half point favorite. They haven't played since like, I don't know, no when. Uh, Michigan has been so disappointing. Austin, you're the whiskey guy.
2: Yeah. Listen, if I go home for Christmas, I still want to be w- welcomed to my whole town of uh, Iowa, Scandinavia, so I'm taking Wisconsin. I don't care what the points are. Just give me Wisconsin. I got to do it.
0: Brandon, what do you think? They're still up in the air whether Grand Mertz plays, so um, a little concerned about that on Wisconsin's side in the three-week layoff. Uh, Harbaugh's in desperation mode in Ann Arbor, so I think Michigan –
1: I don't know that they'll necessarily win, but I think this game's going to be very close, so I'll take the four and a half. I can't see Michigan. What's Michigan right now? They're one and two? Is that yeah. what the record is? Yeah. Yeah. I can't see. It just doesn't look right if they were one and three. I can't fathom it. And so I'm getting four and a half points in the big house, even though that doesn't really matter this year. Um, I'm going to go Michigan too. I, I just can't imagine Wisconsin. Uh, uh, beats him on the road. Back-to-back uh, game picker-uppers. <laughs> Trademark. Okay, let's go to the NFL now. we got a few good ones. A few good ones. So, uh Chargers, Dolphins, Herbert, Tua. I like this one. Chargers come all the way across. They can't win, but they keep everything close, and they make you nervous if you're picking a game. Or the Dolphins, who, man, they're playing some really good football, and they keep winning with or without Tua. Uh, Brandon, what do you like? Uh, the line in this one is a point and a half. Miami's favored by just a point and a half.
0: This is a sneaky good game to watch on Sunday with these two young stud quarterbacks. I just feel like the Dolphins got a lot more uh, mojo going right now. They're playing well. They're uh, right there with Buffalo to win that AFC East. Um, two looked sharp last week, so I'll take the Dolphins at home.
1: I'll take, I'm taking the Dolphins as well. Oh, I'm going to go with game picker-upper trademark right here and pick L.A., <laughs> which is dumb because L.A. doesn't win. Anthony Lynn doesn't know how to win a game, it doesn't seem like, but I'm going to still take him anyway. I just feel like two is – is he really going to go 3-0 and o to start his career? I don't like that trend. By the way, that game will be on CBS 47 following the Masters on Sunday. Now, here's another good one. Here's your guy. We'll start with you, Austin. Yeah. Bills and Cardinals. Josh Allen, the better QB, of course, than Kyla Murray. Murray and the Cardinals, two and a half point favorites.
2: Well listen, Ku sent me a whole bunch of Kyler Murray facts. I'm not gonna list them off right now. We'll save that for later on in the show, so get ready for that. And if you got a problem, we'll just mute you. Um listen, unless Kyler Murray comes down with COVID nineteen the next two days, Cardinals by at least twenty five.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: yeah, I don't think I don't think Buffalo's at that elite level where they're gonna come out and play uh two great games like they they played so good last week in Seattle. So, I'm going to
1: take the Cardinals, get back
0: on track.
1: It's a tough one to pick. I, I, you talk about streaky. I think Buffalo's been streaky. Forced four games, their offense looked like the greatest show on turf. The next four, they look like, uh-oh, maybe they're losing some mojo, and then they bounce back against Seattle. I know Arizona's defense is better than Seattle, but I'm going to say they ride the momentum a bit in Buffalo and, and come oh so much closer to clinching that AFC East. They're going to run away with it, in my opinion. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Buffalo in another. Game picker-upper, just so I can say I told you so, over Kyler Murray with Austin on Monday. Uh, Last
2: one. Now it's getting personal.
1: Yes, it is. Well, it got personal a long time ago. Sure. Uh, Not the last one, but Seahawks and Rams. This is an interesting game. Uh, Rams are favored by a point and a half. Uh, That one, 425 on Sunday. Brandon, what do you like? I
0: was riding with the Seahawks, and they they let me down last week. So I'm going to switch it up. Uh, I think they... They've been exposed on defense. They can't stop anybody. Uh, Goff should uh, should look good, and Donald will disrupt uh, Russell Wilson, so I'll take uh, the Rams at home.
2: This is probably the hardest pick for me just because I feel like the Rams can shut down the receivers of Seattle, but for some reason, even though they're, out, they're on a long road trip right now they're come back to the West Coast I gotta take Seattle just for some reason. I trust in the MVP Russell Wilson. He's gonna find a way to get it done somehow.
1: You know, I kinda like Seattle too, and here's part of it. The Rams really while they've won games, they just haven't have they beaten anybody good? That's that's my question with the mm-hmm. Rams. And Seattle gonna lose two in a row. Don't like the trend there. I'm gonna take Seattle as well. All right, Jags and Packers. We don't know we know who's winning the game, okay? Uh <laughs> in But There is a line here, and it's 13.5 points, which is a ton of points in the NFL. The Jags seem like they're playing better. Well, they played okay last week. Uh, Maybe played their best they could and still lost. What do you think, Brandon? Two touchdown favorites Uh, for Green Bay. I think the Jags are just an up-and-down team,
0: and they they played a decent game last week, and I think this week's just going to be a big letdown going up. Cold cold weather, Rodgers, their defense is going to struggle. So I'll take the Packers to cover this one.
1: Austin? Oh. This is tough, huh? This one This one hits right in the heart for you. Yeah, it does. I mean, do, you know, do I want to go to the Jack's Beach Bars or do you I want what? to go to the – Forget bar? it, man, no, because
2: I already picked the Badgers. Wisconsin fans can do whatever they want to do with me. I don't care. I picked the Badgers. You should be happy. Give me the Jaguars. Give me Jake Lewin back-to-back weeks. I think that if they're all with James Robinson, Dalvin Cook beat the the Packers. James Robinson can possibly do the exact same thing. You put DJ Chark in the slot. Don't give him to Jair Alexander, and it could be competitive. 13.5 points is a lot. Um, I know I'm making a lot of people mad right now, and sometimes I enjoy that. So give me the Jaguars, man.
1: I'm on the tank train, so somewhere along the way, <laughs> the Jags it. are going to disappoint me and win again. Now, they're not going to win this game, but they might still scare me this week. Thirteen and a half points is a lot of points. I think their defense found a little confidence last week. So I think they might keep this closer than people think. A little worried about Jake Luton uh, in game number two. But I'm going to take the 13 and a half points because that's a ton of points in the NFL. And right now I'm already up 13 and nothing and kickoff still 48 hours away. I kind of like that. So uh, there's our picks. Uh, Jags, Jags and Green Bay in the finale. Austin and I have the Jags. Brandon Ponson from JaxCoastalHomes.com. Enjoy the weekend, man. Not a lot of college football, but you get the Masters.
0: That's right. It's so odd watching it in November, but it's uh, still the Masters.
1: All right. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you again next yep. week. You too. Thanks, fellas. Bye. All right. Uh, that's Brandon Poncel joins us weekly on our picks. He's done good with the picks.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I feel sick to my stomach after those picks because a lot of yours are the same as mine. We I mean, <laughs> know how you're playing this year, so I don't feel so good about this week.
1: Well, listen, we've got the two college games are different. Yeah. Uh, Chargers and Dolphins are different. Buffalo, Arizona, different. I, the last yeah. two are the only ones. I guess. I mean, even if we split them.
2: Yeah. We'll see what's
1: up. I'm going six and zero oh this week. <laughs> like you said, it's crunch time. Crunch it time is crunch time. Hail Mary I, time. I'm a December guy.
2: <laughs> hey, you know he's going to start getting desperate when he starts picking like who's going to win the next golf tournament. Yeah. I guarantee that's going to come next week.
1: I'm a. I deliver in December. Yeah. Crunch time. Uh, hey, we will talk more about the NFL, more about the Jags as we uh, line everything up. Uh, coming up the the rest of the way. Also going to peek into the NBA Crystal Ball a little bit, just to appease Coos. Because we want him to come back on Monday. Oh, Brent, we
2: have some breaking news real quick. So Kyler Murray is the first player in the NFL history with 2,000 pass yards and 500 rush yards through eight games. Compliments of Justin Kuzar.
1: Very good. That's not breaking news. I mean, I saw that like Tuesday, but well, I was hiding it from you.
2: Breaking records.
1: <laughs> it's breaking records. Uh, we will give you a Masters update on the way as well. Happy Friday, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging with us on Action Sports Jackson, ESPN 6. Hey, welcome back. Action Sports Jax on ESPN at 690. Let's get you a little bit of a Masters update if you're on your way home and want to know. Uh, Abraham answer, Cameron Smith, Justin Thomas, Dustin Johnson still in the lead. They're all in the clubhouse, by the way. Nine under par. Uh, go down a little bit. you got guys like Danny Willett, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Justin Rhodes, Louie Ustazen, John Rahm, Paul Casey all at uh, seven under, two shots back. Uh, Patrick Reed is six under. Phil Mickelson, five under. Brooks Kepka five under. Ricky Fowler, 4-under. Billy Horschel, 4-under. And Tiger Woods just birdied the... I think he just birdied the 8th hole. Yes, he did. To get to one over on his round today. Missed 3-putted uh, on number 3. And then uh, bogey, number 7. Bounces back with a birdie on 8. So he is back uh, to 4-under on the day, which is uh, where he began things. So he is now uh, even on the day. Um He was one one over going into that uh, uh, eighth hole, the par five. But on the par five front, he's uh, birdied both of those. So that's always a big thing at Augusta. Tiger Woods, five shots back, still in an okay situation heading into the week. Big story today, by the way, Rory McIlroy looking for the career grand slam. It was awful to finish up round one and then bounces back. In his next 18 holes today on Friday, second round, shoots a 6-under, six 66, so he's 3-under and at least got himself back in contention to maybe do something special on the weekend. That's the Masters update. And talk a little bit of fantasy football in the weekend and the NFL coming up uh, at 5 o'clock and uh, check in on prize picks and see how you did last night, see how we did. But also, uh, I-, I promised Kuz a little NBA talk yesterday didn't get to it, <laughs> so... A driving dish podcast going strong. We've guys been talking about who's driving dish podcast.
4: Jerseys? No, we've been talking about the season
1: starts in less than, well, about a month. Drafts next week, Brent. I know, the draft is next week. Do you like how everything shook out in the NBA? Like, the when the season is starting, um, how they're doing the calendar is... I think I it's fine. I know it fine. was for debate, but, I mean, yeah. you, you just want more NBA. So, you, I mean, you'd be okay if they played 365 days a year, right?
4: I think it's fine, but then you have teams like like the big news, obviously, that, that's going on right now is with the Rockets and Westbrook kind of not wanting to be there. And so you have less than a month to figure it out in terms of chemistry and finding new players and trying to make a trade because Westbrook, as he gets older, it is going to be harder and harder to trade with how much money he's going to be making. So, um, I, I feel bad for teams like that that are trying to make a big change or a big shakeup. Bucks kind of are in a, maybe a situation like that too, where you want to bring in a big name. So, I feel bad for those teams.
1: Does it make sense? Does it make sense for anybody to go after Westbrook, Austin?
4: Man, you know it's.
2: You have to ask the question: Does the talent outweigh possibly some of the team distractions and things like that? I think that if you're a solid team that's in playoff contention, you, you just kind of let him go. It's because, like you saw we did it in Houston, it just didn't work. But at the same time, I think if you're like a rebuilding team like the Knicks, um, you know, or a team that's in need of a spark. I mean, Russell Westbrook, Like, listen, one of his, his downsides is also his positive. The guy plays super hard, right? And sometimes that can echo on his teammates it's not a good look. But I think if you can go to a team that's rebuilding, then I absolutely take Russell
1: Westbrook. Are there some guys that just aren't going to win big? Is he one of them? For whatever reason? Uh, like, you know, like, because I, I, I agree with you when you say that, like, I don't know if there's a guy who plays harder in the NBA. Sure. And like, that means. Absolutely something. plays lights out hard, but just doesn't seem to win.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's him and TJ McConnell, and they're both not winners, that's for sure. Um,. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if he's going to you know, get that championship because I feel like the teams that are going to try to coax him and recruit him, they're not the competitive you teams. Need a,
4: yeah, a team that needs him is a team that already has a ton of shooting but just needs to add that like, yeah. powerful element, essentially. Yeah. And I don't know who that is because like, if you're the Bucs, you don't want that. If you're um, Mavericks, you don't want that. If you're the Nets, you don't want that because you're already working towards something and, and may already have that kind of element with that cool, team. What about the Nuggets? no
2: no no i think Just you, you don't are, need, yeah. he's
1: gonna demand the ball so much and, and you don't need that yeah last thing that's most interesting team going into the next season
4: i would say honestly for me it's the Warriors.
1: yeah that's True. good they get everybody back too okay uh we'll talk more about it as that uh, that comes a little bit closer when we come back
3: we talk more football on espN six nine